got power. Welcome to Power Trader Radio's Trade Talk, the show designed exclusively for the savvy stock trader or investor of today. With the latest market analysis and strategies, stock market tips and tricks, investments with options and spread trades, near report, news, events, analysis, and research, we put it together for you. Hosted by Andy Peterson and Mark Eli. And now here are your co-hosts, Andy Peterson. Yes. Here are your co-hosts, Andy Peterson. And I have with me Casey Kasem, ladies and gentlemen, special guest. Casey, say hi. <laughs> hey. All right. Welcome to America's Top 40. Wait a minute. This isn't really Casey Kasem, is it? Not at all. Oh, man. Another disappointment. No. Mark, <laughs> why why did I announce you um, as Casey? What 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 are the events surrounding this uh, this instance of you know this apparent um, misapplication of um, of your voice? We we've had feedback from listeners who have commented that there was a certain uh, cadence and delivery that <laughs> they thought yeah. that I had that was uh, mimicked by him. I would take Hopefully it as a compliment that, if I were you. I don't know. Remember, he had a meltdown one time, and he had the mic going, and was. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, one bad, um, you know, announcement does not make for a, a bad career, right? I mean, every every we all slip up once in a while, right? We got to give the guy a break. That's right. Yeah. And also joining me today is Mr. Fitness, John Lindahl. John, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just ducky. I yeah, it's just great. It couldn't be better. Now, <clears throat> we were making lights a little bit of John's situation last week, um, although it was rather dire, um, you know, in the totality of it all. But here we have a hurricane that struck um, the East Coast, and I think the death toll was above, uh, I think you told me 26 or something. Maybe it's probably more now. Oh, it was 30, 37 last time. 37, yeah. Yeah, and um, but John was not uh, one of those. Fortunately, he's not on the coast, but um, he certainly has had some damage to his property, and so he's been working on that. So we're very happy he's joining us today um, for this call, and it is a good call. Um, our tea time has been moved back to 6 p.m. today, which is uh, Central Standard Time, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. I kind of like this uh, time frame. I know that we're trying to figure out what works best for us. And we hope that this time frame also works best for you, the beloved listener. Um, so go ahead and shoot us an email or text or tweet letting us know if the 6 p.m. time slot works better for you if you want to join us live. We're here to take your calls more uh, often than not. We, um, we don't receive as many as we want to. I think it's safe to say. Um, so please give us a call if you have any questions about spread trades. Our number is 914 914- Three three eight one seven zero two. Aren't you guys impressed that I remember the number this time? Nine one four three three eight one seven zero two. This I think is episode one thirty eight. We're going to focus on spread trades and more. We've got a lot of fun trades. We're going to go ahead and inject some news as we go along. I wanted to talk about. Here's what we got stacked up for this show, guys. Um, we got the Double Eagle Light pick of the day. Um, I just traded, um, um, I made a trade today I'd like to talk to you guys about. Um, I want to get a trade update. 
uh, trade update with Mark on the Microsoft. I think it was a bull call. See how that's going. I think it's going pretty well. Um, also, I want to hear about Mark's alignment, use of the alignment report, I believe, to uh, right. place a MasterCard trade. And we were talking about that just before the call. Very impressive uh, slew of reports that uh, we have it here at TradeCaddy that allow you to place these trades. Um, and also, I, I gave um, I gave our CTO a little bit of homework or our CMO um, to talk about Biogen and how uh, how he would trade it. And I kind of had a feeling I knew the answer already because he's he's just an iron condor kind of a guy. And so he's going to explain his rationale behind it, his methodology. And speaking of methodologies, we've got a new um, a new education series coming out, or maybe it's just one seminar coming out um, about the methodology of uh, making successful trades, fearless trading. And so stay tuned for that. A um, couple other things I want to talk about. And finally, the closer Mark closes his T-Mobile trade, and I think it's a doozy. So, um, how we're gonna how we're gonna pack all that meat into a 30-minute time slot with a shameless commercial in there, injected in there at the 15-minute mark? I will never know, especially since we're already five minutes into it, and I just gave you guys the intro. But um, to kick things off, let's just get right into it. Um, I I went today. Today I went to the Double Eagle Light. So I decided to uh, call this segment the Double Eagle Light Pick of the Day. And mm. with the Double Eagle Light, guys, let's, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's kind of a shameless plug. It's one of Ari's reports, and you just I just hit the search button. What the Double Eagle Light does is it returns covered call uh, picks. But so, most of the time, I don't do the covered call. I'll do a bull call, which is the poor man's covered call, or I'll even just go ahead and get a better trade, a different trade for these trade ideas. And what happens is I get, I think about a hundred entries. And if I don't select my particular stock and then I can sort, I sort by anything I want to the RE score, which is a 30 point scoring system or more likely than not, I'll sort by max ROI for the year. And typically what that does for me guys is it gives me a short expiration date because if you're going to have a high max ROI, it's going to want you to turn around this trade rather quickly. And if you know anything about my trading style, I've got a, a really bad long-term memory, and a, and a, but a better short, short-term memory. And so I placed this trade, guys, with uh, two days to go. It expires in two days. I placed it today, Wednesday, Wednesday, September 26, 2018. And my strike price, uh, my short call strike is a $47.50 short call. My long call is a $46 long call. The price of the stock right now uh, is $46.27. The difference in my short call option price and my long call, I only got 55 uh, cents. Uh, there was a 55 cent credit basis, making my max reward 95 uh, cents, which is a 172% ROI over the course of two days. I'm that's just kind of astounding. I'm trying to figure out if my math is correct. But um, for that to work out, guys, uh, uh, Tandem, TNDM, is a trade that has to um, go up above $47.50. Now, the good positive thing about it is even though it's below that now, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then um, also Thursday, Friday of last week, it was above that price. And if you take a look at the technicals, it's, I think it's probably going to make its way back up there. And if you take a look at the fundamentals, 
Um, I think you would be impressed. Ari's got that score. And finally, in sentimental, in the sentimental world, it looks like it's getting some positive press as well, and, and uh, the, the stock is spiking. So um, I think it'll probably continue to go up in the next couple of days. I'm kind of excited about it. I sent this to you guys. It's kind of risky, too, though, at the same way, same time, because it has to go up 50 cents for to get the theoretical break. It even has to go up even higher than that for a, um, uh, you know, for me to receive maximum reward. Um, but yeah, it's got the move. the 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 increase came after the company raised its sales guidance for 2018 and gave us all upbeat news on its third quarter 2018 sales results. So. I think overall, this is a pretty good short-term trade. It's about as close to a day trade as I c- can get. I don't know. What do you guys, have you, did you take a look at what I sent you? What do you think? Well, for one, it fell in line with uh, one of our guests uh, who we had on about the moral code. So Tandem is a diabetic care company. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do commercial pumps, insulin pumps and st- uh, stuff. So they, they have a market cap of $2.6 billion. And, and their beta score is a 0.43. So you get a stock that, you know, is just um, outperforming the S&P 500. You know, it's, it's, uh, it just looks like a, a nice stock. It's a morally focused stock. It's helping people. It, what, a, what a wonderful pick, Andy. That, kudos to you on picking this one. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think our friend Robert Nestle over there at uh, Biblical uh, or Inspire Investing would probably give me two thumbs up on this one as well. Although, um, you know, I haven't run it through his scoring system, but our scoring system gives it, I think, a 22 uh, Ari score, which is bullish. And uh, so it's uh, definitely has uh, all the signs uh, pointing towards a bullish trend, which was just another confirmation from Trade Caddy that this was a good trade to make. Now, I think most people would like to have a little more time in their, um, in their trades, but uh, you know, that's, I guess it's a case-by-case basis. I mean, if you can make 172% ROI in two days. Now, this hasn't happened yet. And like I should say at the beginning of the show, you know, this is not um, advice. This is for educational purposes only. And we're not advising you guys to buy, sell, or hold any trades. Um, and so, but at the same time, you know, this is just fun thing for you guys to investigate on your own. And uh, and that's kind of why we share these, uh, you know, these radio shows with you and we share these trades with you. So you can go ahead and check us out, check the trades out yourself, log into Trade Caddy and run these reports and find out whether or not the risk tolerance is suitable for your stomach as well. And again, with our primary and secondary exits that we place on these, you know, these trades, we know we can sleep well at night because we know exactly how much we stand to lose. And before we press trade, we know exactly, you know, we're comfortable with where we think this stock could go, worst case scenario. And of course, we can have these uh, these secondary exits, which allow us to roll up and out, down and out, around, and and kind of, you know, finagle our way into uh, turning a bad trade into a good one. So that's what our education is all about, anyway, right, guys? Right. You know, and that's right. I, Ari also picked it, as it outlined tandem. One of the uh, things I did notice that right beside it was uh, Papa John's, which is uh, ticker symbol P A. Anytime you're talking about pizza, you get Andy's attention. And Papa yeah. John's is one of the big movers today. It took off. And one of the things we've talked about in the past in technical analysis is the restricting of Bollinger Bands. So if you get a chance, go back and listen to that show. And Papa John's actually earlier this month, 
the Bollinger Bands were coming together really, really tight, and you knew there was going to be a breakout. So today there was a breakout, and that stock did in turn uh, as one of the top big movers of a single day. And so the the stock ended up closing a uh, – let's see what it did close. I don't have the uh, – $50 and something cents. I don't know what it was, but yeah. the – you know, you have a diabetic. Uh, I just, uh, I was amused by the fact you got a diabetic uh, stock and a pizza stock side by side. Well, we also have that Planet Fitness uh, stock. It's not side by side in the RE or any other report, but it is definitely on our radar. So I think, you know, everything in moderation, right? Pizza, working out, and then maybe some additional uh, meds in order to keep you on the, you know, on the straight and narrow with regards to your health. So, you know, um, definitely, you know, using these, using these, these reports, you come up with all sorts of trade ideas and Ari doesn't care if you have a slice of pizza with your, you know, when you place your trade, so long as you're taking care of yourself, both financially and physically. And, um, that kind of leads me to my next, I mean, this is kind of along the same lines, the homework that I gave you guys and, and in this homework, um, uh, John really took to it. Um, I just, I keep talking about and thinking about Biogen because back in April, I think it was, um, they were they were talking about possible success for uh, this Alzheimer's drug, and um, and apparently it hasn't been um, as successful as we originally had hoped, um, and and Biogen as an organ as a company peaked in 2015 and it's kind of been kind of stagnant lately. A lot of a lot of volatility, but also quite stagnant. And so I thought, well, um, this might be something. It's been on our radar here at Trade Caddy before, but I'm kind of I'd be interested in what uh, John's take would be uh, trading um, uh, the the ticker symbol BIIB. And he says it looks looks quite stagnant. And I, I would agree, and the analyst would agree. Since 2015, it has been quite stagnant. So, what are you thinking, John? About well, how would you trade this if this is something that you were um, interested in trading? Well, I did trade it, and it's. Um... I did a uh, a short term iron condor, um, which is a a combination of a bull put, which is a credit trade, and a uh, bear call, which is a credit trade. Uh, the the uh, short strikes I had were at three thirty five for okay. the bull put, and um, three fifty five for the bear call. I I believe. Biogen was up seven today, and um, but it's still in the it's at three forty nine, and I set my expiration date for Friday. So, um, you know, and and what I what I got is I I got a two fifty spread on that, and okay. I received fifty three cents of credit. So, I you know the the in a week's time the ROI was is over twenty five percent. Wow. I tell you what, so I mean that's amazing. I've just got to keep my my break even points are obviously three fifty five, uh, fifty three, and uh, and then the bottom side is three forty, uh, or excuse me, three thirty four, forty seven. And I'm sorry, did you say that the expiration of this trade is on the other side of an earnings event? No, it's this Friday. 
Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's it. Oh, nearly. Okay. So yours expires at the same time. Your Biogen expires at the same time that my uh, tandem uh, ex- expires as well. I really so John is the um, he he hosts Tuesday night trades uh, with John Lindahl on Tuesday nights, obviously, and um, it's always interesting for me. I can throw out a stock to these guys. I would imagine that you know I, I could throw just about any stock to you guys, and you would turn around and make and turn a profit by doing you know using the trade caddy tools and education with based on your experience and. So it's always interesting when I hear, I ask, what do you think about this stock? And let's talk about this on the show. And instead of just talking about it on the show, he kind of puts his money where his mouth is and he places the trade and he's got an ROI of 25% in one week, which is phenomenal, phenomenal trade. And I, you know, again, this is for educational purposes only. And I, we hope you're learning from all this stuff, but yeah, um, it's always interesting to see what your guys take on this is because we all have different trading philosophies and everybody's uh, philosophy can be translated into education for whoever's listening on the call. So feel free to give us a call at 914-338-1702. The next one I wanted to talk about guys is, um, well, Mark, you and I both placed this trade, but I don't know. I can't remember what, uh, I know we're probably in the money right now, but there was a Microsoft bull call mark that I don't have pulled up in front of me right now, but it was an actual trade that we made. Where is Microsoft standing right now in terms of its stock price and, and what is it that we uh, stand to gain from this, uh, this trade? So um, anytime we do trades, we'll, we'll always declare if we are a live trade or paper trade, and this is an actual live trade. And, and we did we uh, full disclosure. This is not a recommendation by Hold or Sell. We're talking about this as an academic lesson, but uh, also in disclosure, we did live trade it. So mm-hmm. our uh, our vulnerable spot was a 112. We were betting that uh, an educated bet that it was going to be over a, a 112, and right. it's currently at 113.98. It had uh, an aftermarket. It's going back up. And it looks like it's going to hold the 114 line. It's it's going to go up. We Trade Caddy's product, Ari, the Analysis Research Index, went out and analyzed this stock and looked at the sentimental analysis and said, hey, the support line is going to be 112. You're safe at placing bullish trades above the 112 line. So we went ahead and we did that. Uh, and we, we've got – it's a nice trade. It's a nice ROI. I, I don't remember their uh, what was it fifty percent or a hundred percent. I like to do those uh, high percent ones. Andy, yeah, uh, kind of yeah. You that. usually you're right around a hundred percent with your ROI <laughs> trades. It looks like yeah. So we have an October twelfth expiration on it. I'm trying to see the ROI. And I haven't. I don't see it. It looks like it's pretty close it to that though. Pretty close to hundred. Yeah. Yeah. But so our strikes time, were uh, one twelve, one eleven, and one twelve, and so the price right now is right at like you said at one fourteen. So we're looking good with an October twelfth uh, expiration. It's always a head scratcher for people whenever you're buying at a high, because the typical brain is going to look at this and say, "Hey, this stock is at an all-time high. It's it's going to pull back. It's going to pull back." So you're you're in the forefront. You're one of the cheerleaders that are uh, campaigning to this. But when you have so much momentum behind the stock, and you've got so many different analysis indicators. For one, there's an other indicator for the sector itself, and the technical sector is doing well. 
So you've got momentum in the technical sector. You've got momentum in Microsoft. You've got micro, uh, momentum in Apple and, and you know, any, any of these tech stocks. Um, John and I, you know, we've, we're really uh, good at going in and, and uh, seeing those, those, seizing those moments. Um, which, which sector do you like, John? I, I, I'd like to know that. What sector I whatever, whatever is volatile and, you know, have a good time with at the, at the moment. I mean, I'll go back to um, 2008 when we had all the, the financials were dropping like crazy and, you know, um, and I remember, uh, you know, placing bearish trades in there and, you know, I think I wrote Lehman Brothers all the way down, you know, and uh, so it, to, sometimes I'm in the tech, tech, you know, the stock, the Amazon, Apple, um, it's, it's, it's whatever, uh, whatever looks uh, the most interesting at the time. I know a lot of you know, that's in, a- the, in the we get into the, the some of the John Deere's and the you know the the fertilizer companies and everything like that. The, those pop up a little, and you see a little bit more activity in them. So, I you know I think it's uh, I, sectors watching the sectors. I think is really key because some sectors are always more volatile than others. And there's economic reports that come out, and Bloomberg is famous for releasing them. And there's many sources for uh, economic reports. And those economic reports um, actually have influences on those sectors. You know, the uh, retail, marketing, non-farm payroll. You've got all these different um, uh, sectors. And and you can actually tell a day trader from a spread trader by that single question because a day trader doesn't – they don't even know what stock what the stock name is. They just they don't even look at it. They know nothing right. about the stock. They're completely in the technical analysis. That's how they're trading. So we we go out and we actually include um, other decision points in our decision to do this. Andy and I yeah. we, uh, we we trade by Ari. Ari, and, and when we say Ari, guys, um, sometimes I just think of Ari as it's one alignment report, but Ari really has a whole bunch of different reports. So like the double legal light is an Ari report or the alignment report is an Ari report. So you click on Ari um, on our website and yeah, you can hit search and you'll get the alignment report or you'll get the um, compo- detailed composite report from Ari. But there are, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see there are so many more. And, and one of those additional reports is that alignment report I just talked about. And one of my favorite things I like to do, and, and Mark, I'm glad that you said that you, you pulled up um, this MasterCard trade that we're going to talk about next um, with using the alignment report. But before we get into your specific trade, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I use the alignment report. And I think I might have touched on this in the past, but now that Mark's got this set up so that you can specify your technical settings, you can say to the alignment report, I want to know exactly when there has been a spy signal, a bullish signal for the EMA, the MACD, the RSI, and the Bollinger Bands. And you could specify it saying, yes, I want it to be trending bearish on this date. And then you can go ahead and sort it by that so that you can get a stock that has essentially the alignment of the stars for a particular date. So today was the 20 is the 26th. 
I can take a look and, and find a set of stocks that all have bullish technical signals by running this report on a specific day. Now, here's my question, because here's what I like to see. If I can find a stock that is at the beginning of a, a series of buy signals that all hit at once, then I'm like, let's do it. If there's a bunch of buy signals and it all took place yesterday, then I'm in, okay? Because I want to ride that wave either up or down. We could do the same thing with bearish signals. Um, and so, guys, I was wondering if you could tell me, is it if I set the alignment report to say, give me all the technical buy signals that have hit for one particular stock and it returns that that happened yesterday, is yesterday too late to place that trade? I mean, has the train left the station by then? Or is or is it still timely? Is this is this like the ideal time to be placing this trade? You know, that's a really a great question. It kind of leads into is it a credit or debit trade? And and quite it's all about volatility. And it is is the price of that stock moved? And um, so if th there is a price point, and you're going to erode away some of your position. So let's say that price. Uh, on that day that the score was uh, analyzed would offer you a hundred percent ROI. And then, then uh, you didn't capture it at that moment. And then you looked at it later on uh, a day later and it's now 75% ROI, but the price point is still the same. So you're, you're, you're taking less ROI. It's still a good trade. It just, it's up to you. It's uh, in that ROI. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean it's such a fantastic. So I just I just ran the search uh, on the alignment report and I said, I, show me all, show me where the tech, um, trades were the or stock tickers were the technical setting of the EMA, RSI, and MACD are bullish. And then I accidentally pressed bearish for the Bollinger Bands and hit search, and it returned zero results. And the reason for that is obviously because if you've got three bullish signals and one bearish signal then you're going to get zero hits because more than likely, if you've got three bullish signals, that fourth one's going to be bullish as well. And so as a result of my search inquiry, I see VNDA, AUPH, EOG, GOOS, BP, ADMP, uh, a whole host of, of stocks that have bullish signals that have taken place in the last week for all of these technical signals. And then it shows you, what is your technical score? Oh, it's nine out of 10. Well, obviously, I mean, if it's showing all these bullish signs, what's the sentimental score? That's also nine out of 10. Oh, here's the fundamental score, six out of 10 for a total score of 24.61. I mean, that's huge in terms of the bullish signals for this particular stock. So Mark, you went ahead and you ran the alignment report and you pulled out MasterCard. And so you placed a live trade today on MasterCard. Um, how did that go? Right. What did you do? And, and what uh, what are you hoping for here? Well, you know, any anytime you look at uh, the option chain and you get calls on one side and puts on the other side, just in general, uh, a general mindset, in anything, any activity on the call is considered a bullish move. And any activity on the bearish side is called considered a bearish move. However, spread trade, uh, tr spread trader like us, we can go ahead and we can uh, trade a bullish uh, trade on either side. So uh, when MasterCard came up and it identified a, uh, a bull trade, I went ahead and was looking to see wh where the money was. Was, the, where I, was I going to jump in with the census 
or was I going to go against the opposition? And, and the opposition would be where the, the highest amount of money profit is. So quite frankly, the opposition in this trade was over on the uh, put side. So that took my bull put off the line. So I'm wanting to trade MasterCard. I've got strong bullish signals, and I've got a, a decision point that says, hey, I can get more money going on the call side by doing a bull call. So that's what I did. I, set my, I looked at my um, sentimental analysis. My sentimental analysis told me November 2nd, 2018, is uh, a bullish, it's going to be above this, whatever stock price it is right now, it's going to be above that uh, uh, point on November 2nd. So I set uh, a 220, 225, um, Mm -hmm. long call, so a long call at 220, a short call at 225, live money, it's a debit trade. Uh, My risk in that trade was, uh, let's see what, like $2.75 is what I paid for that trade. My max reward on that is the difference between the strikes uh, minus the uh, the debit so you've got right. 275 minus 5 you've got 125 left over so so you must not have changed anything from what the option chain wizard um, came up with did you have an October 12th expiration 15 days from now I, I meant to 25 and yeah I, I actually had a November and okay. I so I it was a November 2nd so I, okay. if you look at my ROI on that, it's it's meeting near near uh, get two seventy five and two twenty five. You're almost um, doubling it. Not quite. You're yeah. so you're about seventy eight percent or so. So that that gotcha. is a trade. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm looking at what the option chain wizard. It's got identical strikes for the bull call. It's calculating at a max ROI of eighty one percent. With a max reward of two dollars and twenty-five cents, with a risk of two seventy. So very similar in terms of the strike prices. The expiration is only fifteen days out. So I think I'm going to go ahead and place this trade, and I'm going to paper trade this guy. I'm going to do it exactly as the OCW has is showing, and then next week we'll go ahead and chat about uh, these two trades and see how they're going because we probably will still be in them, I would imagine. Um, so I'll set a little note to remind me to place this trade tonight, and then we'll go ahead and chat about it uh, next week and just kind of compare notes. Obviously, we're both going to be either doing well or we'll, we'll essentially be in the same boat is, uh, what, I'm, is what I'm looking at here. So, um, so I, I, we're about ready to close. We've, you know, we've maxed out our 30-minute time slot. I don't want to keep anybody over. I did want to have two, two more conversations. Number one uh, was a discussion about John, uh, John, your slides that you provided to me that we're going to turn into a seminar uh, webinar coming up and also we're going to make part of our on-demand education as well. It's all about the methodology. I'm wondering if you can tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely, Andy. So <clears throat> what we want to do and what we want to teach our students at Trade Caddy is we want to teach them to trade in a manner by which they can be extremely successful. We've got decision-making tools that we provide that help you find opportunities and in the, you know, there are bullish opportunities, there's bearish opportunities and there's stagnant opportunities. But we also realize that we're not always right. So we have, um, we have to have a methodology by which we can adjust our trades to turn 
um, trades that that would be losing trades into break-even trades or profitable trades even by making adjustments to our trade if certain conditions are met. So mm-hmm. what, this, what this course is designed to do is to create a discipline that our students, that we all follow at Trade Caddy, and that discipline, before you ever hit the submit button on your trade, you've got what your primary exit's going to be, okay? And that's if you've, if you've got the direction right and you've made a, a good trade. Usually it's in the form of an ROI or an expiration. Um, let something expire worthless or a certain amount of ROI. Um, and then, but it, what happens if the trade goes against you? So what we talk about is for every strategy that we have um, with options that will teach you through the different levels of um, of the uh, education series, uh, we have adjustments to those trades if things go against us. And, and it's very important to um, define those adjustments before you ever make the trade so you know exactly what you're going to do if this thing goes right and you know exactly what you're going to do if this thing goes wrong and uh and this is this creates a an environment where it's just dauntless for you it's it's uh it's what do we call it the other night intrepid dauntless under par trading for for to think of a fancy name for it but it's yeah it really takes the anxiety out of any trade and makes you very confident as a trader because you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so amazing. As I'm looking at the, the slides right now, you've got yourself, we've got a six step process and we've got 36 slides to go through and each slide is packed with information. And when you go through these slides with John during the live class, you can ask questions. It's just so much easier to interact with him live as he shows you these charts, shows you the news sites, shows you our tools, and kind of goes through everything, fundamental analysis, technical, et cetera, to kind of narrow things down for you. And I hope you hear that in our voice. Number one, we're interested in, in teaching you. Number two, we've got the tools and the education to back it up. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to getting this out there to the public, John. It's another piece of our puzzle, our education training puzzle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this yeah. is this is when we do Tuesday night trades. This is um, a lot of the, this is we'll go through this. We'll go through this process as we as we uh, place trades. That's right. And so check us out on tradecaddy.com. Yeah, we've got we've got a Tuesday night trade section in uh, tradecaddy.com. If you're having problems finding it, I can't imagine how you could. But if you are having problems or have any questions uh, about Tuesday night trades or Money Market Madness Monday whatever, uh, with Scott Islinger or any of our other products, um, then just yeah, just shoot us an email, drop us a line at tradecaddy.com. So yeah, so we got that going for us too, which is wonderful. And then. The closer, Mark. The closer is the final segment of the show. Mark closes his T-Mobile trade. I think he's pretty happy with the results. This, again, for educational purposes only, but indeed, uh, Mark was pretty happy about the results here. Fill us in, Mark. Uh, it was a bull call, and I closed it uh, because uh, I had an expiration for January, and you don't have to wait for an option to uh, expire you can close it early. And this was an opportunity where I was not going to get uh, the max amount of profit that I had could make out of that trade. 
I was going to make $400, $430 instead of $500. Mm-hmm. I, I gave away $70 profit. This is a real trade. And it was only one contract. So with one contract, I was able to uh, turn, you know, uh, I think I had a $1,000 at risk and turn it into uh, $1,430. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, a super way to close a um, a podcast slash radio show with a nice forty percent profit sounds like. And um, yeah, you close it out early, but you didn't want to get too greedy. And yeah, that's you definitely can do a lot of good with that uh, four hundred dollars in your pocket now, Mark. So congratulations on that trade. That sounds phenomenal. Doesn't breed your why why. <laughs> no, that was even more phenomenal. That's the most Wait, phenomenal I, trade of the year. We ought to have like a trade of the year, like at the end of our of the of the year. We're gonna go ahead and just talk about what was our favorite trade that somebody else in our radio show made and kind of just break it down. And so yeah, I would say this might be out there and maybe the YY trade and I'm sure there's plenty others if we did enough research uh that we can have a pretty good uh fun little uh conversation. What'd you say there, John? But but Mark, we what we really wanna know is Who's got the number one single this week? That's right. Number one single? Casey, come on. Yeah. Oh, Casey, no. Come on, Casey, close us out. <laughs> here's, here's your closing. This is Power Trader Radio. Who's got the power? power. See ya.